The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. If you are listening to this podcast thinking, I want transformational change in my life and I am ready to make 2023 my best year yet, then I have the perfect program coming up for you in January that is going to help you tap in to your inner millionaires. Now, I know January is a long time away, so no worries. I've got a lot of fun things lined up until then, including an exclusive private podcast that is only by invite. And if you want to get into that and get all of the other manifestation goodies that come along with it, go ahead and text VIP to 844-921-0323 and stay tuned. I will send you the link to this private podcast and you're going to get a ton of really cool stuff along with it. Now let's dive into the show. Welcome back to the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Keith. And today we have special guest, Shelby St. Clair, who is a soul alignment activator and business strategist. She's the founder of the Boss Lady Agency, host of the podcast Behind the Boss Lady. And she's also a certified hypnosis and NLP practitioner. So this is going to be a really fun and exciting conversation. She's going to be hosting a workshop in the Inner Tribe um, that's inside the Manifest It Now app. Uh, Shelby, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. So let's dive in and just let everyone know um, a little bit about you and your background. Like, how did you get into everything? It looks like you're so busy and, and doing all the things. How did that all come about? I would say that it was a lifelong journey of self-discovery. <laughs> so when I was little, I just knew that there was this part of me that I wanted to do something for myself. There was always this kind of like, oh, do I want to be a business owner? But then, you know, my dad being in the corporate world and my mom actually did have her own business. and was like, you don't want to do this. <laughs> this is a lot of work. Um, I was just kind of working my way through the world and trying to discover what lit me up. After high school, I actually ended up going to FITM for fashion design and visual communications. And after going to school for that, my first business I launched was an online clothing boutique. I had literally no idea what I was doing, but I was like, I went to school for this and I interned. I got to know how to do it. Thank God for YouTube and Google because... I didn't know anything about the coaching world at that time. So there wasn't any resources outside of Google and YouTube that I could really just center in on and figure everything out. So that business really taught me all the ins and outs of all the pieces that have to come together to build and run a successful business from 
website, SEO, marketing, social media, actually getting out there and talking to people, right? Like having your face be seen and just talking to people, letting them know what you're doing, building relationships. And so I had the online clothing boutique for three years and it was very successful, but there came this point where I was like, this is not energetically fitting for me. I am so tired. I'm so exhausted. Every weekend I am doing pop-up shops, runway shows, or styling for a music video or an editorial. I'm just exhausted. And so I was like, I just can't. I have to step away from this. I don't think that this is actually what I really want to do. But because of having that business, I had done so many pop-up shops, been at so many different events and vendor events. I was like, that actually sounds fun. So the next thing I did was I launched a vendor event company where I helped local small businesses all come together and get seen by their local community. And that was a lot of fun because now I'm getting to see the ins and outs of other people's businesses, seeing how... People literally can create and build a business out of anything that they become passionate about mm-hmm. and anything that lights them up if they are so just purpose-driven. Like, I enjoy this and I want to do this. And that sparked something in me. But at this event, I met this couple who were helping people, helping families that suffered from like allergies in the home with a cleaning system. And I was like, okay that actually speaks to my heart as well, right? Like, so I'm a manifesting generator. So my mind is like, whew, I could do all these things. Everything excites me. So as I'm doing this vendor event company, I then step into direct sales and I'm doing that for three years, built a crazy successful business within that, leading a team of 20 people, traveling around, sharing on the stage, doing all these crazy wild things. But in the midst of all three of these businesses, I was also in a very toxic and unhealthy marriage. And so while so much of my life looked amazing on the outside, and while I was successful in my careers and in the fields and the businesses that I launched, there was this internal battle because I wasn't fully being able to be myself. I was showing up on the outward as I am a business owner and I am a leader and I'm successful. And, oh, I have this American dream with the beautiful house and the the dogs running around and the family and everybody can come over and have barbecues and hang out. But in reality, behind closed doors when nobody else was there, it was awful and it was soul crushing. And there was no part of me that was lit up. And so for about a year before I finally decided to say, I want a divorce. I was just asking for the signs, right? It's like, you know, that this is the step that you need to take, but you're like, just tell me, is this how it's going to be? Is nothing ever going to change? And so I just kept sitting there and asking that question. And then one night an argument happened and he dropped the word and I was like, yes, let's do it. And it was kind of like he was doing it in a way to try and make a stab at me. And I took that as, oh, this is my, this is my out. So the next morning I said, I do want a divorce. I don't want to be in this marriage anymore. I called my mom. I said, mom, I'm moving back home and I'm bringing all five fur babies. And I don't know what I'm going to do from here. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that is such an important story to share because I 
like I didn't experience the marriage aspect of it, but I was in the experience of being in a corporate job where on the outside, everything looked great. Like I was making great money. I had a company car. I had a nice house. I was with a big company that everybody knew and, and all this stuff. But on the inside, I, it was like, I was literally having panic attacks. Like I, I went to the hospital having panic attacks. Like it was just killing me. And it's really important, I think, to talk about that because so many people are showing the highlight of their life and they feel like they're all alone. They're the only ones going through something when in reality, like there's people all over the place that are going through something really significant like that. But it's also really interesting because sometimes I feel like these negative events happen, but they, they can kind of like lead us on this different path. So it sounds like maybe that was like the point where you separated from him and then went on a new path in your career as well. Is that right? Yes. Yes. So, and I fully believe the same thing, right? We all are experiencing so much within our life that we are afraid to share because even if we share it, that's a a step of vulnerability that we haven't experienced. And it's scary because then all of the questions and the fears come up of what if people judge me? What if people think I'm this? What if they say that? And the moment that I chose to move back home and share, I'm getting a divorce there were all sorts of things flying around me, right? There were people that were judging and saying their things. Oh, you have failed marriage. Oh, but you had such a good life. Just go figure it out. Um, there were ones that were like, but he's such a good guy. Well, you know, yes, in front of everybody, everything is one way, right? It's just like the highlights of social media. We can all be one way, but it's behind the closed doors or what we choose to share with people that really shows who we are and how we operate and who's just our entire being for this world. And me leaving that relationship was the moment that allowed me to become me because I had to sit back and say, why did I allow myself to go through this? Why did I stay for so long? Why was I hoping even after so many times of things not working out of there being some sort of miracle, right? I was just holding on to this hope and striving and desiring love because of things that I had experienced in my past, which is craving and needing to be accepted and loved and seen and heard. And so that was kind of my trauma that was coming up and showing up and saying, you know what? I just have to stick it, stick this out because things are going to change. If I continue being successful, One day he's going to see that I'm worthy. One day he's going to see my value. One day he's really going to love me in the way that I want to be loved. And instead of recognizing that that's what was playing out, I was just going through the normal human being pattern, right? Of just, well, I just, I I put myself in this situation, so I got to be, stay with it. So as I stepped away from that, I started to recognize and do all that self-discovery of understanding what trauma is actually recognizing and realizing how so much of my childhood had then come back and played out in different ways, how I had taken on parts of each of my parent of their own experiences, that generational trauma that was coming through me and showing up in different ways where I reacted or behaved in my life. I was then able to see that, you know what, this coaching world that I just randomly stumbled across as I'm trying to figure out what to journal on and how to connect myself. I think that I could do this because I love leading people and I love helping people. 
and I could be of service in a bigger way. And so I just stepped into the coaching world. And I was like, you know what? I have no idea what I'm doing. I remember a couple of my first posts, hey, I have no idea what I'm doing, but this is what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, I love that. And so like, I didn't have anything figured out, right? I just knew that I had experience from growing successful businesses in the past. And I was like, why can't I help other women do this? There's people out here who probably are in the same position I was when I launched my first business. I'm like, okay, let me just go and try and figure it all out. How much quicker could they get to where they want to go if they had somebody who's experienced these things, who knows the next steps, who can guide them into the right way and to do things in a way that feels good to them. And so everything just kind of transpired and my business started growing. And in this time, I reconnected with an old high school friend and we ended up getting married in 2018. And then early in 2019, I found out I was pregnant. And then in July of 2019, he passed away. And it was just like, holy crap, here's another moment in my life, right? Okay. Now I, I've experienced a very abusive, toxic relationship. I've gone through divorce. I rediscovered and felt what like feeling loved and seen and heard and supported really felt like, and now I'm pregnant and now I'm a widow. What am I going to do? And it was like, now I'm on another journey. And so then through that, it was like diving deeper into myself again, right? Because now I'm like, okay, I have this business that I've grown to help support women in their business and help grow and scale their business. And now they're seeing me for where I'm at and what I'm experiencing in this, in this moment. And I'm pregnant. So how am I going to handle this? I know that I need to be in control of my energy and I need to recognize and understand that I'm going through a very hard time. And know that she is going to feel every ounce of everything that I experience. And so I just really got connected to my energy at that point and started asking, what am I supposed to do from here? What is my purpose? And that's when it just kept coming up to me more and more. Like Shelby, you, the, the thing that got you to saying yes to just stepping out and starting a coaching business without really knowing what you were going to do was because you realized and recognized how much your trauma was coming up and having a play in your life and how it had held you back and how important mindset is and shifting these things and seeing our past experiences, not as something that holds us back, but as something that pushes us forward. So use all of this, allow this to be the thing that takes you to the next step in exactly what you're supposed to offer the world. And so I just said, okay, you know what? I'm here to help women transcend limiting beliefs, fears, and trauma into freedom so that they can then create a dream life and business. Oh, wow. I am so sorry to hear that that happened to you. And what, what a beautiful outlook that you have and the fact that you're able to transform that and move forward helping other women, um, is absolutely incredible. And the strength that you, you have to do that and that you had being pregnant at the time, like, where did that come from? Like how, if someone's in the middle of going through something like this right now, and they just 
don't even know where to start or how to get out of bed in the morning. Like, where did that come from? Do you have any, um, any tips that can kind of move people in that right direction? I think that ultimately I was so, I was so emotionally connected to the desire to help and change women. And so I had this greater purpose and this why, and emotionally I was so connected to it. And when we connect, when we connect to our emotions, right? Cause we can, most of the time we're all in the logical mm-hmm. and being in the logical is like, okay, I need to make a choice. Yes or no. I need to make a choice. I'm tired or I can push through this or I just want to give up or I'm going to find a way. And when we bring the emotion into it, okay, I'm in the worst, most darkest place of my life, but what light can I find in this? Okay. He left me with knowing what it feels like to be loved. He left me with knowing how powerful of a woman and human being that I am. He left me knowing that he always supported me and pushed me and wanted me to do anything that I desired to call my dream life, our dream life into reality. And now he left me with a beautiful little girl that I am going to birth and raise and be able to have half of him here for the rest of my life. So if I could see all of that light and then connect back to myself and my emotions of why I had my business in the first place, I could find the strength to push through. And I'm not saying that every day was easy, right? There were days when I did lay in bed and I cried and I asked and and cried out, why? Why me? Why another thing? But I ultimately believe that when we come here and we're placed on this earth, we're all placed here with a purpose. And within that purpose, we're placed on a journey and a path. And that's the path that we walk, whether there are hardships or extreme trauma or just moments of absolute despair. There is something that we can each take away from those moments. We can look at those things and we can say, okay, this really sucked. Why did this have to happen to me? But am I going to allow myself to stay here? Or am I going to try and find something to reach for, to strive for, to push through. And so that's just what I did every day. I connected to that emotion of why do I want to do this? And I just went deep and I kept going. The why is, is so important. I always tell people that I'm working with, we talk about that because I feel like if your why isn't strong enough, there will always be something that will get in the way. Like your excuses will become more powerful than your why at that point. So it's like having a really strong why, but um, I've never talked to anyone who went through something so extreme in the midst of that and putting it in that kind of perspective. Like it is something that it sounds like can, can give you strength and help to kind of like uh, redirect that energy that you have within you. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you to like with trauma, um, how do people like heal that energy? Cause I've heard a lot of different things around trauma. It could be, um, like stored in the body, um, different things like that. How do you like start to 
uh, release that or transform that so that it's not holding you back in life? I'd say the very first step is awareness, right? Actually having awareness of the trauma that you've experienced and how it is getting in the way and holding you back because especially in business, And we don't think that the things that we've experienced in our past would come and show up in different ways in our business, but they do, right? It could be in the form of resistance to go ahead and put your offering or your product, whatever it is that you sell out there out of the fear of nobody purchasing it. It could be the resistance of showing up online, going live, doing video, sharing your voice or your face. It all comes back to something that we've experienced. And it could be literally as small as somebody saying that the jacket we wore in middle school was ugly, right? That's how fine-tuned trauma can be. Yeah. I'm glad that you brought that up because I was someone that always thought like, well, I I didn't really have any any trauma, you know, because you hear the word trauma and, and we just think about all these really big things, but I think that's important to realize that it could be something so small. It could, it could even be something you don't remember. Correct. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And there are other forms, right? There's the big trauma, the things that we think of the physical, uh, sexual, emotional abuse. And then there's like the small trauma, which are the things that really shape and form our belief system, as well, because they tell us how we can show up, what we believe about ourselves. So there's this thing called the transformational ladder. When you have awareness of trauma, and a lot of people start to recognize that maybe something's going on because they're being either triggered, or they have these resistances, or their fears, limiting beliefs are coming up, right? All of that comes back to something that you've experienced in your past. And So within this transformational ladder at the bottom is that trauma that you've experienced. And within that trauma you've experienced, you've then created a belief about yourself. And that belief usually ties to somebody that was in your life, a parent, a sibling, a teacher, a boss, whoever it may be that said something that made you believe let's just take the the jacket example, right? Somebody said in middle school that your jacket was ugly and then went around and made fun of you to all the other kids. Now you can have this belief that I'm ugly and nobody thinks that what I wear looks good, which we then connect to an emotion. That emotion could be hurt, sadness, depression, anger, Right, but within that emotion, now we start telling ourselves a story. Well, I can't, I don't want to take pictures or videos of myself because somebody's going to say that I'm ugly. And then we start behaving. And so then we have a business and we have to show up for ourselves and we have to put ourselves out there. And it's like, mm, I don't really want to because if I post a picture or show a video, Somebody's going to say I'm ugly and then I'm going to feel sad. And then I'm really going to solidify that belief that no matter what I wear or what I do, I'm always seen as ugly. And now I'm connecting back to that moment in middle school when that girl said that thing about me. Right. So it's just this awareness of these things are coming up for me. Now I got to figure out where, where the, the trauma connects to. 
mm-hmm. what that moment is. And so many times my clients, as we're working through this, they start to feel those releases in their body, right? We all like inflammation in our body. Yes. A lot of it is caused by the things that we eat, right? But there also is a lot of inflammation in our body because of emotions and these experiences and these things that we're holding onto that we don't even recognize. So when you start to have that awareness and it comes up for you again, and you say, okay, well, I'm acting like that, behaving like that, responding to this way because of this situation, I'm now aware of it. And the next level is saying, you know what? That's actually not even my story or my belief to hold because that was just somebody that said that and made me feel bad because they were projecting something from their own life that was probably said to them, wow, you know what? I don't even need to hold on to this because it didn't start with me. I didn't create this belief for myself. It was put on me. Right. And now we can take all of those feelings, all of those things and transcend them into a way of, you know what, now I'm going to show up. I'm going to be really powerful and I'm going to, I'm going to hone in on confidence and work on my self-love so that I can show up and feel really good about myself. Yeah. And that's so, that's such a good way to look at it too, that that was put on you by someone else. It's not even your belief. And that's something that's so interesting that I found doing work in myself, that there's so many beliefs that I've had in my life, you know, subconsciously that weren't even mine to begin with. They were like a belief that my, you know, maybe great grandparents had that passed on to their kids who passed on to my parents who then raised me. And it's like, when you actually bring awareness to it and look at it, it's kind of silly because it's like, well, this doesn't even apply to this day and age, but here I am holding on to this belief. Um, now, let me ask you this because for for me, I feel like when I journal things out, so like, let's say I'm having this uh, response to posting a video of myself. So I start like journaling, like, well, why am I feeling this? Like, where's this coming from? Um, that always seems to help me like kind of, figure out the, the triggered event. Um, but I know you do like hypnosis as well. So how does that come into play? Is that, is that to uncover the specific event if someone's having a hard time seeing it consciously or, or where does that come into play? That is different for every client because sometimes there are things that are coming up and there's this belief and it's like, well, I don't, I don't know where this is coming from. I'm not sure. We can do a hypnosis and tap into that and, you know, take you back into your childhood age, your adolescence, all these moments in time to see if you can connect back to a a moment and be able to see it from that state. But it also, I love using hypnosis to just release, right? Sometimes we don't even have to necessarily go all the way back and connect that. If we know that this isn't serving me, And this isn't something that I want to carry and something that I want to believe anymore. If, if somebody doesn't want to have to go back and connect back to that exact moment, you know what? We don't need to, let's just go ahead and release this from you. Let's change and shift this belief into the belief that you want it to be so that it's no longer getting in your way and no longer holding you back, right? Hypnosis is really all about work with the subconscious mind. And it's just about reprogramming and rewiring your, your vision of what you see. 
And, you know, the craziest thing, I love this book where the body keeps score because it talks about trauma and how it is so finely ingrained within our body and within our system. And he talks about how every time you go back and you relive a moment or experience, the story changes just a little bit. And each time we start to see it a little bit differently, which is why we can go back through hypnosis and actually change that story, change that belief. We can say, okay, that moment when the little girl came and she told you that your jacket was ugly and went and made fun of you, we're going to switch that. Now we're going to see her coming up to you and saying how much she loved that jacket, how beautiful you look today. And she's going to run off to all the girls and say, oh my God, look at her jacket. I want one. All right. So we can just shift these things and take you into a state where we're reprogramming and rewiring that subconscious mind because 96% of our life and the way that we operate is ran from that space. I love that you're bringing up the subconscious mind because this is like one of my favorite things to talk about. And something that I always uh, tell everyone in my inner tribe about is that you can like trick the subconscious mind. Okay. So it's like, and I don't, I'd love to hear your take on this, but it sounds like it's the same since you're saying you can go and actually change a memory, but it's like with affirmations or subliminals, for example, you can start talking as though your life is the way you want it to be. And your subconscious is not going to recognize that it hasn't actually happened yet. It's just going to believe it and like, take that command as like, okay, this is my life now. So you can kind of like hack it that way. And that's really cool when you're talking about trauma and past beliefs, I I never really thought about it that way, how you can kind of go in and hack it and like make it believe that no, that event actually didn't happen. It went this way and how that can just heal that whole line. Like I'm, I'm like imagining this like energetic line that is now like released. It's like cleansed. You can let it go. And that's so, that's so important. And it's like, when I first got started, you know, in a lot of this stuff, I remember hearing about things like these childhood events that are now the reason why, you know, you're afraid to do public speaking, for example. And in the beginning, I was like, this is so ridiculous. But then when I started going back and like looking at this stuff, I'm like, man, you know, as an adult now, I, it doesn't seem like it was that big of a deal, but when it happened, I thought my world was over. It was, it was tough. It was like, you thought that nobody loved you. Nobody liked you. And so it's like looking at it again through that lens and, but shifting it and releasing Mm -hmm. it. And I just think that's so cool. I think this, I'm just fascinated by the subconscious mind and how you can just like fine tune it to, really change your entire, your life and where you're going and what your current reality is. Yeah. Yeah, you can. And it's so important to not limit yourself in that sense too, right? When we are saying the affirmations or when we're saying, you know, this month, I, I'm going to make X amount of money. Let's not stop there. Right. Like add and more. Mm-hmm. Right, like allow our subconscious mind to be so expansive that we literally hone in, ask for exactly what we want, and still allow ourselves to be able to receive even more. Right, we don't have to stop ourselves because we could say, Today I'm going to 
I'm going to make money in my business. And then we're walking and our subconscious mind sees a penny on the floor and our subconscious mind is like, ha we did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so true. That's a good, and that, good point. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, okay. And right then our, energetically, we start th- feeling and thinking like, oh, okay, well, I guess it's not going to happen because our subconscious mind is already, oh, I did it. Like, we made right. money today. <laughs> we got it. So it's like, don't limit ourselves because naturally we do. Naturally, we automatically limit ourselves because we're constantly told no when we're young. We're constantly told, don't do that. You can't, you know, all those words that just make you feel like in a box and stuck and trapped. And so don't limit yourself in this timeline when you could go out there and you could be your best self and you can have everything that you've ever desired. It just starts with going within, connecting to yourself, understanding who you are, understanding your energy system and really just letting go of all the bullshit that isn't serving you because it just comes to a matter of asking yourself, do I want to keep living in this space where nothing feels good and I feel stuck and nothing's working out for me? Or do I want to push past this comfort zone that my ego is keeping me in and soar into every possibility and every opportunity that I know is possible for me? Oh, I love that. That's it's so motivating. So if someone's listening right now and they're like, yeah, that that's what I want to do. I want to go and soar. Um, how can they get in touch with you? Do you do um, sessions? What Do you have a website? Like give everyone all the details on where they can find you. Yes, I have a website, thebossladyagency.com. I am all over Instagram at thebossladyagency. That's where I literally share the good, the bad, the ugly. I am not on the journey of everything being perfect all the time. And I think that that's so important and also fun to share because that's when I get so much that that's when the relationships and the conversation happens. Like I'm going through that too. This sucks. <laughs> what can I do? How can we break through? You know, knowing that you're not alone. So I love to share all the things over there. And then also, if you're feeling like you're in this place of feeling stuck, having these resistances, not knowing why, feeling like you're doing all the things, but not able to get through and break through that next level. I have a seven day mini mind that is free. You can join. And for seven days, I guide you through this process of going inward and connecting to those moments that occurred in your life that created these limiting beliefs and seeing how they're playing out in your life now so that you can release them and break through, break free from them once and for all. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for that. I'm going to go do that. Like right when we get off this call, cause that sounds like right up my alley. I absolutely love it. And, um, you're also going to be doing a workshop inside the manifested now app. That's going to be November 1st at noon Eastern time. So everyone definitely get in the inner tribe for that. Um, we will be doing the workshop live. You can ask Shelby questions and, uh, connect with her. So we really look forward to that. Shelby, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. If you got something out of this podcast, then pay it forward by sharing it with a friend. This is the best way that you can support the podcast and spread good vibes. And if you're left thinking that you want more, you want to keep listening, then download the Manifest It Now app and subscribe so you can become a member of the Inner Tribe where we meet on Zoom twice a week and you have live workshops 
every other week by guest experts and you get to meet with a high vibe community and keep the conversation going. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll see you back here next time.